0: It is, you know, uh, you know, as you kind of get into the cor- cor- corporate crosses in that way, you get used to a job, you get to the, your family, your, your, your lifestyle kind of settles down. You have right. family, kids, house, everything. It kind of becomes a little bit difficult to kind of, you know, push it all away and kind of start across crosses in that way.
1: Hey, Manish, thank you so much for agreeing to do this. Looking forward to the chat.
0: Yeah, my pleasure. Thank you. Thanks for having me.
1: Awesome, Manish. So, um, would love to start with a bit of a journey uh, till you started your company. Um, would be good to walk through early days, any influences that you had, which helped make this decision of starting a company easier um, and, you know, building up to uh, founding your company, if you could walk through that.
0: Yeah, so a uh, bit of my, uh, more of an educational background, uh, you know, I am a graduate from VGTI Mumbai, and then I did my, um, I did a dual master's in industrial engineering and then computer science from Western Michigan. Uh, uh, and, and then typically like any person you know, graduating after that, you know, started with my job in US. Uh, worked at a few companies, including, you know, uh, including, uh, Calcodia, which is really a subsidiary of Bell Belco- Bel- Bel Labs, uh, an iconic uh, uh, an iconic company across the U.S. And then decided to kind of move back to India, uh, you know, more because, you know, I just thought that the, uh, at that time I felt across, you know, I, while I still do believe that the grass is more greener on this side. Uh, so, so you know, so that's the reason, you know, I kind of moved across. I worked at a few startups. Um, and the last startup was where, you know more across the little bit of the early seeds of the early seeds of uh, the venture which we are doing right now uh, kind of start it did not start from any kind of uh, any kind of like a domain expertise but more across was that you know uh, like three of us you know three of us are the people who started co-founded uh, really three and then inter-, inter-, inter the company around you know we all three of us used to help out a lot of other startups in the consumer space build up their early products uh we were in a we were in a company called as uh global logic and you know we had we created a business unit called as version 1.0 and we used to help out a lot of startups across so this was at the early stage when the mobility and all started becoming a big big word around in that way and one common liking which three of us had was you know of course building up anything across in the consumer space but which which is a big canvas problem statement big canvas problem statement and Uh, you know, something which can, you know, data or technology, mobility can help to make things life easier. So as it kind of goes around, goes around, you know, one day, you know, you know, none of us came from a travel background to be very honest at that time. Uh, one day we saw, you know, somewhere across, we saw big statistics of, you know, how many people make a long distance journey in India every single day. And that number kind of hovered across uh you know f- around like a 30 40 million people every single day in india wow when i talk about long distance journey i'm talking about a journey which is like three to four hours right. or 200 kilometers and higher kind of a path.
1: 30 40 oh. million is is huge
0: yeah and i think you know for a people like us you know we started you know just a, you know we started getting giddy with that number, you know, like 40 million people, you know, you know what a sheer problem statement. And we felt across is that if we can do anything, anything in this space, you know, which could attract this 40 people, has the potential to attract this 40 million uh, people uh, onto a platform or onto a thing, we would have a business on our hand. Uh, you know, that was the starting assumption, just the sheer number around in that way. So, we, so that's how we kind of thought about it. And one of the, you know, we kind of divided the market across into two, three things and people. There are primarily three popular mode of travel which people use for doing long distance in India. Trains, buses and flights. Uh, and then of course, I'm, I'm talking about the public transportation part, you know, then private cars and those things are different. But, you know, the people who kind of put it across, you know, so we look, took a very low hanging fruit, uh, low hanging fruit at that time, which was really like, you know, we were all train travelers, and we knew that we knew that train traveler had a, train travel had a big potential. But at that time, you know, considering that it was a government-owned entity, there was not that much being done. But one of the things which we saw across is that the gap between the expectations of consumers and train traveler had been increasing. You know, in a sense that people were expecting more, and you know what was getting delivered to them. Was at a very part, you know, very and more specifically, like for example, information centric, information centric across in that way. There were two, three examples I typically always gave, you know, which kind of makes my point about in you know, how we started. So, for example, I remember, you know, one time, one time, you know, I was at a railway station with my sister, uh, waiting for a train, and I was getting restless. You know, when is the train going to come? Things like that. You was getting restless across in that way. And my sister was like. You know, we waited for train for ever since we were a kid. Used to have fun at railway stations around and Now, why, why are we getting so anxious? Why are we getting And what that kind of made me think about across is, and at that time I told my sister across is, look, we are staying in a world where we now are getting used to tracking a six inch envelope across the world. And here's a half a kilometer long train. I cannot track where it is across Where it is? <laughs> I <think> <laughs> and I think. I think, you know, what also felt around was that, you know, as a society, as a, as a, as a society, we were changing, you know, we wanted information real time. It was, it was time of Facebook, five minutes before, if your friend has a party, you get to know his pictures in five minutes. You know, mm-hmm. we are, you know, in terms real time communication mechanism and not getting to know where the train is at that time, not having this that was, control power of information. Was you, know, a what time? you know, that was one starting point. This was around what what time
1: frame for our listeners? This was around twenty fifteen.
0: This was this was around I think twenty four, thirteen or fourteen, something like okay. that. Twenty thirteen or fourteen around. Right.
1: And then long long example, long long before the ten minute delivery thing was a thing. So <laughs> I. Yeah think... of no, no, this, of course, but I'm
0: talking about a envelope tracking across the world. You know, yeah, you have absolutely. to now get a tracking number to kind of track any envelope you send around. You know, so we're used to that. You know, I. The second thing across, second thing I remember around was that. You know, if you I don't know if you kind of gotten this experience of going and standing on a for buying a train ticket or reserving a train ticket at any public station, a public part. You know, you go there and you sit there for some time and just observe people. You know, observe people around. You know, there are people who are standing across in the line. You know, they and there's a person on the other side of the counter issuing tickets, uh, tickets across us in that way. out of the five, you know, if you look at it, out of the five people, if you are standing in the line, I bet across three people after getting the ticket, they will look at the ticket and ask the gentleman saying that confirm ho jayegi kya?" You know, will this ticket get confirmed? And the guy on the other side, huh, You know, things like that. And that made me believe look you know we are running trains for about 30 40 years we can tell that whether whether your ticket will get confirmed because he probably has to apply for a leave at home or probably take across something we need to tell him you know what are my chances across it so when we saw this thing that's where we saw an opportunity that if we can create an information platform where people can simply come and collect this information get this information about train. train travel in india compared to many other travel is a little bit hard there are a lot of decision points. there are a lot lot of ifs and buts uh getting across and you know, right from you know to get. and that's where we saw this opportunity and we started creating this information um, you know information portal we of course had a you know we personally we we have uh, of course we had a very uh you know very uh good fortune of meeting up some very nice people from uh, railways uh you know when we talked about this problem statement with them they said you know, we are also thinking about the same thing. Why don't we work, collaborate, and work? And we, and they allowed, they gave me access to the data for me. It was like going to school, uh, just <laughs> kind of an understanding what happens when a train move from, moves from one A station A but, to station B, and right station A to station B, and just looking at it across. And that's where we realized that, you know, people people have plenty of questions. Uh, people have you, people need to know a lot. Can you take a step back and maybe walk us through how you? came into that partnership with, with, with the railway and like, like how did that whole thing It happened? wasn't a partnership per se. It was more of a just relationship across mm-hmm. the, in the part associated with it. the idea there was that, you know, you know, come and take a look at data because we also are very, because we had a consumer background. I think the people, folks from railways felt across. We know what, how we talk to consumers and they right. felt that we also always felt across, let's work across the implicit understanding over there was that, uh, do work. You know and if something good comes out of it we will put it in our name so that was fine with us you know that was fine with cool. us because we at least got a chance to kind of uh, work across it. and and in during that we kind of you know in that collaboration we launched a lot of you know collaboratively we launched two to the product one was about rail radar which was about mapping all running trains across on a google map it was the first of its kind at that time yeah. about three thousand trains being tracked across on a tra- on a on a map uh, was a first across us in that part but that's where when we saw that when we were the first question we were trying to understand and probably answer across how best to answer to people where is my train? you know you we know, do things across us in that way and while we were trying to figure out the answer for that we realized there is a second question and there's a fifth question also we need to answer <laughs> there's a list of questions across which kind of uh, went around went around in that way and we started and slowly slowly we realized that the best way to kind of answer these questions w- was to kind of be outside the domain of uh, the indian railways because there were certain questions that we felt that indian co- indian railway while the consumers wanted to know indian railways may not be comfortable in answering those uh, answering those and the best way to kind of answer that was to create your own independent crowdsource platform and that's where the the origination of rail 3 which is now a big uh, big brand across in the in the train travel space think about Relia really, 3 more to be like a trip advisor for trains. Um, a trip advisor for trains. So you get all, all kind of information, including you know train status, including whether your ticket will get confirmed or not, including platform numbers, where to stand for a train, in, for if your coach crosses all that data we used for crowdsourcing and using algorithms, mathematical prediction algorithms, and all we figured it out. And slowly and slowly things kind of worked out well. And today, today, if I look at it, Relia really, 3 today boasts about anywhere around 14-15 million people, monthly active users. on a Wow, that's
1: amazing. And Manish, uh, you know, you spent a lot of time uh, before starting a company in the corporate setup. How hard was it to make that switch? And what's your view on starting a company after a long time of work and starting a company immediately after a few years?
0: Uh, Yeah, I, I definitely call across myself a second innings. Uh, right. entrepreneur us in that way you know we you know people it is you know uh you know as you kind of get into the cor- cor- corporate crosses in that way you get used to a job you get to the, your family your, your, your lifestyle kind of settles down you have right. family kids house everything it kind of becomes a little bit difficult to kind of you know push it all away and kind of start crosses in that way so it was you know for me also it was kind of difficult in a sense that but thankfully i had a very supporting family supporting family across who kind of you know at that time just gave me that support or impetus to say that you know okay yeah fine you know we are going to miss you for the next three four years but that's fine you know things like that uh you know things like that uh started so so you are right across is that you know you know we we also see across entrepreneurs who are you know probably you know very at a very you know and they are probably they do it in a very uh, risk-free, risk-free in a sense. Like for example, I'm not saying risk-free in a sense that uh, they, they their their ideas are typically very bold. Uh, right. To try out something across. That's a, that's a typical pattern. We I've seen it across from the younger entrepreneur. But for a for entrepreneurs in the second part, probably the ideas are very well thought through. Right. There is a uh, putting across is in that way. There is a there is a bigger bigger done uh, that, and there is a much more faster tendency among, uh, among the, uh, entrepreneurs in my bucket across is to, you know, which I typically tell across to everybody. If you're starting your entrepreneurship journey, a little bit fail, a little bit uh, late, you know, fail fast. Yeah. The opportunity cost is high and, you know, you know, if you don't, it doesn't work, you know, don't shy away to kind of get away from it. Uh, things across is in that way, part around in that part. So, yeah, so, so yes, you know, I started, you know, my i would probably say my first 15 20 years were in the corporate life a uh, corporate life but in the starters part so i at least had that good learning about how to run and how to start and how to run a startup across us in that way only the, with the really i went on the other side of the river you know
1: where right I and 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 you know just on that question how did you manage to keep belly in uh, fire in the belly um, after so many years because at least to me that seems to be the biggest drawback of uh, spending too much time in the corporate setup you just lose that hunger because you're so well fed um yeah.
0: see what happens across is when you spend across you know and typically people across when you spend 10 15 years across this the one thing which kind of has to happen is that there 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 will come a time in many in probably most of the people's career when they you know you could be in any domain finance uh, you know tech what whatever domain you would come across because of experience, you would get that restlessness that I can do it better. You know, I can do it better than what is, is happening. And if that fire of I can do it better, or I can do it, you know, much more, you know, I can I can I'm I'm able to, I will be able, if that fire is much you will start. And I encourage across if you have that thing in your thing, you believe that and you strongly believe that you can do this thing better than anyone else at the crosses in that way, jump it up So that fire typically comes from. You know, when you are into that domain, you kind of believe that you know. I know, but right. I know a different method or something across to solve that. For us, also, for us, also, when we looked at this big space, you know, forty million people, forty million people. You know, if you have to create a platform, platform, you have to have. You know, you have to think about it in a much more bigger picture, much more bigger way. As computers just simply started, we could not just create a solution which would work for people traveling in the north and would not work for people traveling in the south. Uh, uh, take an example. So we had to have that bigger picture, and we felt that you know, you know, the three of us really felt that we had that expertise to think about it from a big picture point of view and creating an impact, creating an impact long life. It also many a times people that uh, people when people at my age kind of start across, there is always that. Burning factor is to create some impact, you know, create some, leave some, leave something to impact to kind of be proud about later on. So those were few things which kind of, uh, you know, you know, you you, you use the word fire in the belly, but you know, in a sense that you know, those were the kind of factors which drew me around from that. Point.
1: And that transition, I mean, you know, like, well,
0: walk us through the process, right? You you kind of identified a problem space. How did you go?
1: From yeah. So for, me, right? how yeah do you... so for
0: me, you know, of course, you know, when when we are when in a person across at my my uh, level, you know, when you think about creating a startup across, is that it is it is also important to kind of start thinking about it. How would it work out? Yeah. How would it work out financially? How would it work out things across yes. in that way? Because you know, yeah. you know, typically, you know, when I kind of uh, entered into, you always have, you know. There is a house loan coming along, kid going for an education school and all those pressures, pressures across on your shoulders. Right. And you have to start it's making sure thing. that, you know, those things are out. Yeah. So when you think about something, across, you have to do it. So for me, fortunately, around is that uh, we had a, you know, so one of my one of my co founder uh, Sachin, he's from Stanford. And we had a common, very common dear friend across, uh, dear friend, uh, uh, Eric. Uh, he he was from Stanford committee. We knew across, we knew each other around. And Eric is also an a, a individual VC uh, VC across. He's a uh, he's a Chinese-American, never visited India. Uh, never visited India around in that way. And we were just talking to him about, you know, Eric, look, you know, 40 million people travel in India every single day, you know, around the country and all. A very interesting space, you know. And he asked us a simple question across in that way, saying that uh, you know, what do you know about them? Uh, you know, we were a little bit, uh, not much. Uh, we don't know much, not much. And He said, maybe that is worth about an investment. And he gave us first, his first check. And that kind of gave across a big part and a big kind of part around in that way. So it started with a small seed check and, you know, started coming across uh, in that way. So we started just simply just focusing across. We, so out of the segment, we took across train travel as the the big, the, the lowest hanging fruit per se, from a point of view of you know what we should track. And we look at we took two, three questions and two, three questions and started building up a very small product where a one unique value proposition we could have. So one first thing, so while working with while working at railways, we realize how the information flow happens within railways. You know, so for example, you know, if there is some mechanical work which is going across in some part of the country. There is a process. There's a process for that. They have to kind of, you know, determine it, publish it in a newspaper, things like that. You know, they have to do that. And we we found that. So one of the first service which we created, very small across it, we kind of went to the, you know, we kind of the value proposition to the travelers was that if you are traveling, let's say, next month between uh, on June 15th, let's say you're traveling between Delhi and Mumbai, uh, Delhi and Mumbai, let me know. Because, and then from the other side, we would get all these information sources of where the mechanical work and those things are and We'll tell them the consumers saying that, hey, you're traveling on 15th, you will get stuck across for one hour between these two stations. Then there's going to be a work And that somehow that really, you know, grew a lot of popularity. People started sharing their travel plans with us. And we used to, our algorithm used to just kind of figure it out. And that's how we started with very, very simple. And then we started answering and that kind of gave us, that first information of a travel plan gave us the idea about so, for example, uh, if Aviral is traveling on 15th May, or 15th June, and his ticket is in waitlisted, waitlisted 36, and he traveled on, uh, traveled on this particular trade. we got one data point saying that you know waitlisted 36 did get confirmed for Aviral to travel. Correct? That one data point brought in ten more data points and those things around, and you know, can kind of give across a new information. So. Once we started getting that data point, there we started to get a lot of other value propositions around confirmation and those things around, and then create became a complete holistic platform from there. So that's how that's how we started on the train side, and you know, slowly and slowly. If I were to take my journey into the next step, which is like, for example, we are doing this smart bus now. Mm-hmm. So there were a few data points which kind of made us. Uh, you know got us across us in that way so first first of all we realized that the train travelers and the bus traveler are the same people okay they, sometimes they travel by train sometimes they travel by bus, but they're the same people so we saw that you know of course you know from a completeness of the platform you know to these consumers we had to go and give the train and the buses also that was one but mm-hmm. another one another challenge which our data the data which i told you i started collecting we started once over a period of time we realize that probably in a in a re, in a good in a regular months more than about nearly about 10 lakh people every single day our well, estimate was about 10 lakh people every single day go back home because their train ticket did not get confirmed right and you know that was a big number and in in holiday season it can go to 13 14 14 lakh people also and we realized that what are these people doing? Why, why why not taking across you know another mode of travel or whatever that is rather than going back home? So we started making you know when we kind of created this prediction algorithm, we could predict whether a waitlisted ticket could get could get confirmed or not based on our historical data. We started we that's where we started integrating with the bus side, telling the people who had a low chance of getting train ticket getting confirmed, you know, telling them why don't you take a bus. Uh, putting out. So we that, that's how our journey to the bus part. But we did realize there were few things. While we started with it and we started offering this bus, people not that many people were biting it. Uh, you know, not that many people. Just uh, people felt you know, no, I think you know, I'll come back tomorrow and take another train around rather than going on a bus. Okay. Getting in that part. And when we kind of investigated a little bit more, we realized that there's a big gap between what. The expectation of a journey from a train versus a bus is, you know, there were a few things, a few things, for example, you know, in India, we have one brand of railways, which is Indian railways, you know, Mm -hmm. so there is that one brand, whereas if you look at the bus service, you know, there are about 1000 operators spread across all across, there's no one brand, there's no, so for example, we don't have a Greyhound, we don't have a bus across it. Correct, which is you know, you kind of know that if you take a Flix bus or if you take a Greyhound, any let's say in US, you know, whether you take in Michigan or whether you take in Texas, India doesn't have that. So, that was one big gap which we saw. People didn't have the trust into that other system.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Second, across is the trains, there were certain characteristics of trains which people felt. So, for example, at least if you uh, trains, you can go to a railway station. There is a covered a covered platform. You could sit there, wait for your train, and those things around. But for a bus, you know what is what? Do you do you know stand near a petrol pump under a bridge, things like yeah. that.
1: Yeah. And
0: that was that's really not a, many people with family valuables, things like that, don't typically prefer that. And at that time, we realized that people who take buses are really these muscled ones as compared to the family people guy. You know they will always be put out, put So that was what. The another big no-no for buses was, you know, especially for senior citizens, senior citizen travel was a washroom. Uh, you know, basic washroom across the train had washroom, buses didn't have a washroom. You don't know, for example, even a three hours flight, three hours flight between Delhi Bangalore has a washroom across. Right. That way. Yes, no they that. Delhi, where <laughs> do people themselves? And these are amazing insights. But just curious, how did you come across them? Like. I mean, we no. Could you not talk to the consumer, like they'll it. say, they'll say, have, you know, I cannot travel. So I have family, disgusting. so I have." To in fact, I still remember one single day. You know, we met one. You know, it was such a striking thing for us. Uh, striking. I'll probably say it because that, I'll say it in Hindi because that's how it makes an it makes yes. an impact. <laughs> because of that, uh, that he said, "I, my go to the bus Right, and, and, that and that told us in, a in lot. You know. Told,
1: this, right,
0: right? yeah correct told us a lot okay what is the perception of that industry which is out there of course in the you know in certain segment which there's a mature bus bus industry going around but overall perception among people around was that this one another thing which uh people felt across so what we did across was that if we can create some kind of a mapping across with these features of train travel across on the bus side we felt that consumer would have a little bit of a more seamless way to, you know, charge. they would have still have their preference. They'll still prefer train or whatever bus they have. But if they, if you can make these people move seamlessly from one mode to another mode if find that. So what we did across is so we saw that the industry lacked that. We saw that the the bus operators, you know, take an example, take an example between Ahmedabad and Mumbai there are about, I would probably say 80 to 90 trains which runs in a weekly basis across between Ahmedabad and Delhi. And out of about 70 percent of train will perennially have a wait list on that okay there are about 200 buses which also runs between Namdabad and Mumbai and they run at 50 60 percent capacity right. so you you know that there is a pressure building on one system and there is no pressure whereas the other system is not kind of growing across so that's where we saw an opportunity and we said if we can standardize certain characteristics of a travel we could we could do that we could we could build it across a and of course the other the industry bus industry really lacked lacked technology and any kind of you know the modern methods of running a business is kind of lacking across in that part
1: was competition an issue as well manish uh, given redbus and others had obviously got into no, the we, space at that time
0: no see redbus and all were there but i'm just i'm talking about this thing independent of redbus because see when i when you'll go and look at it you know when you go and talk to the the asset owners which are the bus operators who own the buses and you ask them about their utilization how many how much percentage you can see that they are not running the buses with red bus and all the top 2 3 people started earning more but the, the the big chain which is out there could not kind of sustain they could not sustain it acrosses in that way so that's where that's where so that's where we realized that there is an opportunity if we can standardize certain offerings. So what we stayed across is we created this brand called as Intercity Smart Bus. The idea there was that you create a, you know, the idea, the value proposition was that, so in this model, we don't own buses. We don't own the assets. We simply go to these bus operators, give them a spec or something across it, And you say that if you can convert your bus into this format and you run the bus the way we tell you to run the bus, we will take care of the demand and you take care of the operation that was a simpler value proposition and the value proposition to the operators was that if you do things across the way we, we would we would you know demand always was a big challenge for the operator uh, you know for to, demand always has been a big challenge for the operator it is very easy to go and buy a bus and start running a bus you know all it costs across is a five lakh rupees worth of down payment uh, putting across and you can start running but the question across is that how do you get people on your bus uh, people on your bus—that's where the challenge is. The second challenge, which all of these operators, you know, over the traditional period of that, consumers have started moving online. The purchase process has started moving online. The entire industry, which was was there more, was more getting driven by offline, you know, walk-ins and those kinds of part. Consumers were for them the ratings and everything and the tech and all these things started becoming a big part. Most of the asset owners are the asset owners. They are not that much. Uh, comfortable with technology, comfortable with technology. Per se. And it is, and technology, if you look at it in the digital world, whether it is talked about ratings, SEO, and those things, that also has become a kind of a science now. Right. So, you know, for them to kind of build up all these things, they, they started seeing that, you know, things are kind of becoming, they becoming tough. So when somebody like us came with a value proposition and told them saying that, you know what, uh, we have certain things, you, you do what you do the best, which is about running the bus. We will take care of the demand part, uh, demand part, and those things are all. So, you related. operate
1: as a matchmaker for supply side and demand side effectively? Um, no,
0: we, we the, so what we do across the buses run in our colors. They run okay. it under the name, which is so it's called. It's a, a managed, it's called, managed. Uh-huh, so, think about very, you know, maybe a little bit of a bad example, but like Oyo.
1: Or our McDonald's, like, maybe better. Uh-huh.
0: So, you know, McDonald's is more of a franchisee when you right. somebody kind of put it, like, oh, but Oyo is something. Right. You, you still run the asset, but you take somebody's colors, right? Uh, somebody's colors. So we, we, simply became, we simply became that part. We started owning, we started determining on which route should we run the bus? What is the route it should take? What timing, what pricing, what is the configuration of the bus? Should it be seater, sleeper, things like that uh, doing across? So we started, we had all that data and decided across. We would go to an operator saying that, Hey, if you have buses to kind of convert it in this format, add it to our platform uh they 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 started so the interesting thing about interesting about the the bus operators across is that they are typically 95 98 percent of the bus operators in India are in the asset business by what I mean asset businesses they they believe that what they do across is they'll take a 50 lakh bus they'll go and buy it by paying five lakh rupees down payment you know and their their entire goal after that across is within three years or four years Try to pay off everything as a loan and the EMI and own the assets and go and sell it in the secondary market. Right. right. So a file fifty, a five lakh bus, they can go, you know, with something in which is the down payment, a five lakh bus, they can go and sell it in 2025 20, lakh rupees. That's a good business. That's a good business around for, So that's how. So that's why they felt across if somebody is helping them out to take care of their EMI, take care of those things around. And that's where they started partnering with us. We saw a good good amount of uh, so operators, if they have, if they, you know, they don't have to give all their buses to us. They can even choose. Okay, I have a fleet of twenty, maybe two buses. I can give it to Intercity or four buses. So some of our operators now, you know, one of our biggest operators started with two buses, have now reached to about twenty four buses. Wow. Yeah. So he's, he's running twenty. So they when they take when they see that okay that. EMI of two buses are taken care of. They'll go and buy two more buses Hmm. taken care of. They buy gold. So that's how their business kind of goes around. So we created this part and for the consumer, for the consumer side, it was this. So there were three, four things. So one across is that, so I told you the train example. So one thing what we we were the first to introduce across is, is a whole entire concept of lounges, the bus lounges, the bus lounges are like, think about them as a typical very like a coffee shop kind of a space. Where you can come, wait, sit for a wait. There is an AC. There is a Wi-Fi. Water, cold water. The bus will come across us in that in front of the lounges, and we can uh, put it across. So that so that kind of gave brought in the similarity of a railway station or an airport uh, from that mechanism. The second across is we kind of encouraged all of our bus, all of our operators to kind of put a washroom on their bus. So today today about forty, you know, on a, except in the hilly areas because that that's where we don't do. Because of the safety reasons, all of our routes will at least have one or two buses running across, you know, with a washroom around in that part, uh, or, or washrooms across on the bus. So we worked with the certain these bodybuilders to kind of help across to put it around, and the uh, you know a, a, really a low cost washroom, uh low cost washroom which you can fit in across into the into the bus part. So that kind of. we were also the first to kind of introduce this concept called as uh, called as what we call across is the. Uh, part associated with uh, uh, bus captains so for example you know trains you have TT, bus uh, flights you have air hostesses things across buses was completely run across at the mercy of the driver uh driver and the people across so you don't go to a pilot of a flight and say that you know i, I need water or you know my i need a sofa that pilot is more responsible for taking the asset from a to b uh putting across from so 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 we brought in this concept. So every all of our buses today have this something called as a bus captain, who is like a host traveling across along with the bus. He's the guy who's kind of will take care of crosses any kind of needs you might have, which might be a water a pillow, stop, things like that. So we brought in a crosses in that way. And that's how this entire industry and that's this bus segment, which we call a crossism the new generation of buses across asset owners where we don't own the assets but there is a complete technology platform to manage end to end part is where we put it up amazing so that's-
1: thank you yeah. thank you for walking us through that uh, ad. can you can you help to give us uh, an example of your scale in terms of, of revenue i mean what,
0: what so are we, the numbers uh, are so we are at a i think ballpark of about 300 we had annual turn last year we did a turnover of about 300 crores uh, uh, 300 crores across us in that way we have we run across a fleet of about two hundred and fifty buses all across the country. We primarily, predominantly, north, south, and west, and we not we we not we haven't started our services in east right now, uh, uh, east right now, uh, and uh, you know so we, you know we typically focus so our model across is that we've taken a very unique model from that way. We don't focus across. See, there are two three things. You know, our buses, we don't call our buses to be fancy buses. No, these are not the luxury these are not the luxury buses where you'll probably see it see a, a leather seat or a kind of an led tv in front of you or things like these are not we basically work across on a very simple value proposition of three value proposition which is about safety punctuality uh safe and cleanliness we'll find our buses to kind of put up and second across we target to not to the tourist market we target it to more across into what we call across as the Essential travel space. Essential travel. So essential travel is something you know which we all do to go and visit our family, or you know go to a students do to kind of for their education, healthcare. You know we, we go across us in that way. So for example, Delhi Lucknow is a popular route for us because that's where you know. So so we have, what we have done across is we have identified. Uh, let me take one step India predominantly is a migrant country. What it means across is that there are jobs jobs are located in about 10 20 state cities across in the india and that's where people migrate to those cities to kind of for their jobs healthcare education things like that so india so there is a lot of travel which is happening between let's say surrounding 500 600 kilometers to a hub so for example delhi is a hub for lucknow and delhi is also a luck for all three or four states where students kind of come for education or healthcare or even around from a perspective of even across the perspective of business people kind of making a morning trip doing their purchases and going back so those are the th- that's a segment we tailor across And and these people need no frills kind of a service and that's where we focus our focus across so we today are kind of identified about 10, 12 hubs across the country and we cater to about let's say 500 600 kilometer radius of those hub that's where that's where we can cater across
1: So I was going to ask what's next, uh, Manish, uh, where, where does the company, wh- what are next steps for the company? How does it scale? Yeah.
0: So we, you know, if, you, if you're talking about a market size about, you know, if you take a long, long distance buses in India, market size about, I would probably say anywhere across eight, nine lakh buses across which runs in India. And we are at about, so we just scratch the surface so for us to kind of just grow across into this part uh, just keep growing across as a part In the next 2-3 years will completely tail it around we believe that we believe that we, we have a good product market fitment right now and you know this has a uh, our business this year has turned completely profitable wow um, congratulations so far, yeah and profitable and now we have all the doors open for us to kind of just go and scale and kind of go across path. and that's what our focus over the next two, three years is going to be. Uh, uh, two years. We right now run across our buses on about 40, 50 routes. And I think we want to target to about, reach about about 150 routes and then go deeper into each route also, rather than just running one bus. Run a fleet of buses, you know, buses, unlike trains or flights, you know, they typically run, you know, eight, 10 services in a day or something like that.
1: I understand. Um, and just to close out, uh, the reason why we call the podcast Founders Unfiltered is uh, because we seek unfiltered feedback from the founders at the end of the conversation. So is, is there any unfiltered feedback you received in your journey as, your found, as a founder that really changed your perspective? Um, ideally, it should be brutally honest, um, extremely transparent, uh, but something that really made you think and changed the way you did things.
0: So you, you're referring to any feedback which we received?
1: Yes, which you received as a founder.
0: I, I think, you know, so quite honestly, we were quite fortunate across to, uh, you know, so for example, you know, some of the big uh, investors, uh, investors including Helion Ventures, Bloom Ventures, Omidia, and even Nanda Nilekani uh, is is our investor. Right. So having a person like Nandan across and you know, interacting with him, who has kind of thought about a problem at a uh, Nandan like, who is like you know thinking about Aadhaar Aadhar or thinking about uh, you know the payment system and this how to how to look at it across from a big picture point of view, you know which impacts the the India or the Bharat kind of a uh, part across us. Lot of tips, a lot of way how to look at it, how to go across us in that way. Uh, more more. More importantly, what we, what I learned and what we learned from, you know, people like these across is gain small, small victories, uh, which will hopefully one day turn out to be a bigger part. Uh, because a lot of, a big mistake which people do across when they're trying to look at it from a comp- from a big problem statement across was that, you know, try to, they try to capture the entire world. And uh, I think the learnings which we got across, it's not about it, gain small, small things and then you kind of scale right. it up, so then you kind of scale it up. so that's it that's a typical advice we've been always we've always received from you know all
1: the awesome people. awesome thank you so much manish for sharing uh, i think it was a pretty deep dive and interesting look in a space that a lot of us don't really have a lot of information in so thank you so much manish uh, thank you everyone for tuning in
0: thank you thank you for having me